after that trip of meeting her, I was like, I have to teach. Like it has done so much for me. It's really helped me live my life. I know a lot of people say yoga saved their life, which is amazing. But for me, at that time, yoga enhanced my life. It just made everything magical. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Witchy Wellness Radio. Again, I am your host, Lauren, and this is the show you learn how your body and emotions are not in the way, they are leading the way. And today we get to talk with the goddess, Jordan Ireland herself. She is a meditation, spirituality, and yoga teacher guiding people to access their own spirit and intuition. She believes everyone can awaken their spirit and superpowers to live a life of magic. Jordan teaches in-person classes in Miami, Florida, as well as online teachings through YouTube, podcasts, and one-on-one sessions. We're going to start off talking about this, but who knows where we're going to go, but Mm -hmm. talking about your highest self and highest self timelines and tools on how to get there. Welcome to the show my friend Jordan. Thank you, Lauren. It is so good to be here. And I'm so grateful that this aligned at the time that it did. Um, Lauren gave a beautiful introduction on me. And yeah, I would like to further go into what I do. Yeah. Right now, I live in Miami, Florida, like Lauren had shared. And I'm teaching a lot of yoga classes, (laughs) and that's kind of been my main thing the last few years. So I've been teaching for about four years, but a lot of yogis and yoginis know this, that the spiritual path unfolds, and sometimes it shoves the physical to the side, and everything really becomes very spiritual, and very meditation-based, and that's really where I've taken a lot of my teachings and personally my practice. So I'm so excited to be here talking about conversations like yoga, but also way more expanded than yoga, like highest self, highest timeline, meditation, because I know me and Lauren both love to meditate, and Lauren had kind of introduced me to Joe Dispenza (laughs) back in the day when we were both living in Ohio. So I like to thank Lauren for really introducing me to this lifestyle and (laughs) being in this spiritual community and the spiritual realm. So I want to thank Lauren for all she does as well right now. (laughs) Oh my God, you're getting me teared up over here. Like seriously, because I'm like, I know the journey we both have been on and are continually on and just the growth both of us individually have had is like what I want for anybody and everybody right that highest self timeline is really tuning into that and like everything we've each had to overcome physically health-wise mentally Mm -hmm. emotionally you know whether abundance relationships everything like every area of life and I think for both of us it really started with that physical part of you like I started working out actually before I got super into yoga but like like you said it's like that physical aspect and now I feel like I'm almost coming home back to both because 
I, it's like, there's this balance and like, we can't, and I think, you know, this people who start in the physical realm realize that we can't just like leave, forget about the body. Cause people who are over spiritual, just forget about it. Like they don't move it. They don't respect it. You know, you don't love it. Um, and there's always, there's always a balance and yeah, it's, it's just such an honor to have you on here. Um, but before we dive into anything else, like what, like, I mean, if you guys have a, first of all, I know you're more into meditation, but if you ever have a chance to take a Jordan yoga class, you <laughs> are, oh my gosh, it's, you are literally one of my favorite teachers, even to this day. Like Thank I still haven't you. found anybody here locally. Oh, <laughs> and you took my class like a couple years ago. So yeah. that's, that's funny. I'm sure I've, and I have changed in my teachings a lot because what I want to be preaching is what I want to is what I practice. And now it's way less physical. So even though I'm teaching yoga still, it is way less physical than it was back in the day and way more meditation and spirituality based. Mm. So beautiful. But thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. It's just like, you could, it's so beautiful to see somebody in like their zone of genius. Like you're literally channeling whether it's more physical or more spiritual based. You can just see people sink into just letting that highest self kind of work through them, if mm -hmm. you will. Um, exactly. But backtrack before all of the spirituality and yoga, like what led you into this, this path? Cause I know your own healing journey from childhood is mm -hmm. like, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. Cause you started practicing yoga and teaching like pretty early on. So I'd love to hear kind of your journey that led you to, like to this path? Yeah. So I started practicing yoga at about 14 years old, but it was not going into yoga classes. It was more so just realizing the abilities of my body being able to move and bend. So I started at 14, really experimenting with my body and moving it and really getting in my body. And I was thinking about this today, actually. Do you know who Siana Elise is? Or Siana? Yes. Yeah. So she, I found her on Instagram when I was about 14 or 15. And I was like, I want to be her. <laughs> she was my first ever yoga inspiration, as well as meditation and lifestyle as well. And I looked up to her so much and I still do. And I actually went to Australia to study abroad and that's where she lives. And I took a few classes from her. So that was the moment where everything came full circle. And I was like, I need to start teaching yoga. So that was about four or five years ago, maybe a little more, maybe like six. But after that trip of meeting her, I was like, I have to teach. Like it has done so much for me. It's really helped me live my life. I know a lot of people say yoga saved their life, which is amazing. But for me, at that time, yoga enhanced my life. It just made everything magical. And then I got into Ashtanga yoga, which have you ever, I'm sure you've practiced Ashtanga. That's how I actually started um, was really? like Ashtanga beginner series. Um, wow. Yeah, that's how. And then I was like, this is too strict. <laughs> like I, that, so that's why I went into more vinyasa after that. But yeah, mm -hmm. I know you were like very devote for a while there. 
Yeah. So if those of you listening that aren't familiar with Ashtanga, it's a lineage and style of yoga. It's very disciplined. It's very traditional in the way it comes across. You use a lot of Sanskrit during the classes. There's no music. It's in silence. It's really a practice of breathing, I'd like to say, and that's how I viewed it as. But it's the same sequence every time. It got very, very disciplined for me where I lost a lot of the outside world and my life where my only, my life was that practice. And a lot of health issues started to come up from it. And after a few years, I decided recently back in March that it was not for me anymore. So I stopped practicing that. And now it's way more calm, way more what I used to practice, which is just vinyasa a few days a week. It's not strict like it was. And that transition point, I was already practicing meditation every day for about a year and a half, but that transition got me even deeper into my meditation practice as well. So that's kind of where I'm at with the whole yoga journey. <laughs> it's been like 10 years of practice and it all started out with the body. And I want to go back to what you said about it's that balance because yes, the in the spiritual world and in the yoga world, a lot of times we come out of the body and we kind of forget about it and we have to find that balance. And I remember you had posted something at the exact moment I needed to see it. That's what always happens with Lauren. She just resonates, I feel like, with a lot of people <laughs> and I needed to see something or hear something of what she said, but it was, your body is the most spiritual thing about you. And that is so true in so many ways. And I want to know more of your reasoning behind that quote right there, or that statement. Ooh, I love when people <laughs> ask me stuff on here. Okay. So I had heard about this concept probably, oh gosh, maybe eight or 10 years ago when I first started on this journey too. Um, from Matt Kahn, he's a spiritual teacher and he was saying your body's the most spiritual thing about you. And I was like, mind blown. And mm -hmm. since then, I'm like really integrating that teaching because how I got into this work was like physical stuff was hitting the fan, if you will. Like mm -hmm. I had, I'm sure people listening to the show know that like I had chronic anxiety, multiple panic attacks a day, lifelong digestive issues, really bad migraines. And I was going through a divorce eventually. And it was like, everything just kind of hit the fan. And so that physical part really led me into tuning inward into all of the spirituality stuff too. I was already working out like five, six days a week and eating quote unquote, really healthy, but like the underlying issues were still not resolved. So now after tuning really, really inward and balancing both out, I realized when we were talking about your highest self and your highest self timeline, well, that God self, that highest self, that's non-physical you already it just already feels all the most aligned love, like feelings. We're in this physical body to learn lessons, to, to grow. And without this beautiful physical container, we can't 
I mean, I don't know for sure, but we can't feel as much of the contrast of these emotions. Like people call earth schoolroom earth. And I really believe it's because our bodies are such beautiful teachers. Like your body is on the spiritual journey. You, you, your highest self is here. Just kind of like, all right, if you need help, I'm here. Like if you can allow and listen and open up mm-hmm. and I can guide you. But the, the lesson really is in our body is to work through this physicalness whether it's the physical manifestations like ailments or diagnosis or whatever kind of things that we're going through or just our emotions in general because especially as women I feel like sometimes people think oh you're just you're just PMSing you're over emotional you're dramatic it's like no that's our intuitive gifts like that's inherently that's what we're physically designed for to really that's like our inner compass to like who to to that higher self so I think there's a balance, right, of like not being overly militant with a physical practice or even like your diet. I even hate to say diet because that word in itself is like militant, mm-hmm. but like taking care of your body, like what things best support you right now from where you are in this phase of life. And, and you know, it doesn't mean that you won't have a chocolate chip cookie but it's like, be mindful when you do, you know, mm-hmm. eat it with each bite with intention and in full presence, because one of the other things, the second part of your body's most spiritual thing is like, if you're, if you're doing all of the quote unquote, right things, healthy things, even if it's meditating, if you're doing it because it's the right thing and you're not actually doing it with the right intention and you're still stressed out, you're still anxious, you're just doing it to cross it off or like post it on Instagram, if you will. Like, it doesn't matter how much work you do. It doesn't matter how much kale or green juice that you drink. Mm -hmm. Like your body's still on fight or flight. So like one, your body's here because it feels everything and that's, that's guiding you to your highest self timeline. And two, how can we best support our body physically, but also emotionally and do that inner work so that it can be a clear vessel so that you can, you can really jump on that highest self timeline and listen. And I know that was very long winded, but thank you. You're welcome. That was a beautiful answer. There are so many things in there that I want to touch on, but yeah, when you had posted that, I took it as we're, so we are you had said this, a vessel for information. And back in the day, I really wasn't super into, I mean, back in the day, meaning like 14, 15, 16 years old, just beginning this journey, not really into the spiritual aspect and what channeling means or what does it mean that we are a vessel? And I've just gained so much knowledge and wisdom on that idea and that concept that we are vessels of information to get from above and then speak out or teach or share. And I love using meditation nowadays to do that, to channel, okay, my highest self or channel something I need to hear or channel certain spiritual guides or ancestors. So it's so beautiful what our body can do. And you also had said in your answer that you gave me 
doing things with intention and not just to check off the list. I want to really emphasize the importance of that because, man, I've definitely been someone to just check it off the list, even though I thought the intention was there, but it wasn't. And so some practices I've really been doing recently, and I inspire people to do this as well, is doing everything with intention. And you hear that. But even when it comes down to like a drink, I've been blessing my water and even just saying some words like love or <laughs> I love you to my water or my food makes it that much more powerful. And some people might think that's woo woo or doesn't work, but it does because it's with intention and that's energy and that energy will be brought back to you. And same as doing your to-do list, doing everything with intention, like sitting down to meditate with a clear intention, not just to meditate. I think a lot of times I sit down and I'm like, okay, let's try to do everything at once. Let's try to align my chakras. Let's try to tune in with my highest self and also open up my heart and connect to my third eye. It's like everything at once, but no, you got to pick a clear intention and really narrow in on it. And that's an aspect or a practice I've been working on is doing things with intention. Mm, I love that. And going back to what you said about talking to your water, it is more than woo. Like the science is slowly catching up to a lot of this. Yeah. Like Dr. Emoto, I'm sure you've heard of him like doing research of like speaking words to different water crystals and like saying things like love and like, you know, supportive high vibrational words versus like, I hate you. The crystals in the ice or the water themselves, the ones that were like positives were this beautiful, like fractal, like symmetry and so ornate. And the ones that were like, I hate you were so like scattered. Like there was no pattern at all. They just looked like random, random lines. So you physically, you know, the words that you speak, but that's your intention physically changes your reality. Mm -hmm. So being really mindful, okay, of First of all, we're 70% water. So I, I can change that, that right? That. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If you're speaking to the little cup of water and changing the water, you are so much more water. Like imagine what you're doing to yourself. And it's truly like the simple acts like that will make a huge difference. Mm -hmm. So other than like blessing our water, because I love doing that too in your yeah. food. What are, you know, what are some other ways that, that you teach and that you, you practice meditation in like different areas of your life? Yeah, I feel like it's really whatever I'm resonating or needing that day, but mm, I mean, recently it has been connecting to that higher self and that highest reality. And a quote, which has been told in science classes all of my life, like even in elementary school, which is one of the great things I did learn in, in elementary school, but energy can't be created or destroyed. Like everything already exists. And when I 
heard that over and over and over again after years and really let it sink in like yeah everything does exist that version I see in my mind's eye or in my mind already exists and I just have to access it it's like already here and using meditation to not only just see it but also feel it and that's where you can really count on Dr. Joe to to help like the way you think and the way you feel creates your personal reality so using meditation to sit intentionally bring in that highest self and really jump to that reality and create a new reality because you have the power to do that yeah I I think I so resonate with that all energy already exists and um I heard Abraham say recently because I listened a ton of Abraham on YouTube Abraham Hicks and they were saying it is done like it's already done and it's like it's in a vibrational realm it's already done it already exists so what Jordan was just saying is like, from what I understand, maybe you can you can add on to this or correct me, is like you just got to keep practicing that vibration of that highest self timeline, visualizing, but most importantly, feeling it. And the more momentum, the more that you come accustomed to that vibration, the more that it actually becomes you until the physical manifestations start to appear. Exactly. And it's always the physical follows the energetic and if you can energetically do or be the physical will come I always think of that diagram in my mind just like energy and then following that energy is the physical and you just have to trust and in those moments of kind of the lag time it can be very hard whether that be just waiting on an opportunity or a job or a relationship or something that you had planted a seed in. That lag time really requires just so much trust in you, but also above and whatever higher force you believe in. Hmm. And, and quite honestly, what I've learned, and I'm grateful that there is that lag time, because if there wasn't a lag time, just think of all the crap that we would create you know because if your mind was stuck in fear or whatever it's like okay yeah I want the relationship yeah I want to heal or the job but like thank goodness that I have I have this lag time to just keep practicing that keep practicing that because I what I want to come is I want something that's aligned with my highest self timeline I don't I don't want to force something you know right that's not my highest self timeline if you will Exactly. And it's kind of shocking. I was talking to someone earlier about this exact concept. Like, I feel like I've been in a little bit of fear mode the last couple of days with making changes, which always comes with change. And it's hard not to be in that. But the amount of fear that some of us do go through in different cycles, like how much of it hasn't actually manifested in our reality. I mean, sometimes it does, but I'm grateful that it doesn't all come like all that fear that you sometimes do have in your mind physically form. Yeah. And, and speaking of that, like, I think with manifestation, we're talking, that's basically, that's what we're talking about. It's like focusing on the highest self timeline, focusing on what you want vibrationally and emotionally, 
and releasing all that stored trauma in our bodies and like it's it's actually it's okay to feel that fear or that regret or that shame or whatever that stored trauma is because we need to release it so I'd love to hear kind of like your thoughts on that or your own practices to to kind of get that energy going and get that gunk out yeah and that's another big part to you could say my story but also just why I want to teach this is because I was my entire life put on a medication that didn't allow me to feel at all from an age of four to 20 I wasn't able to feel anything or process anything and so it's only been like four years of really trying to feel again and I realized that I do and I more so did have so much stored emotion in me and I didn't even realize that I never thought of myself as an angry person or I never would cry. And I'd be like, everyone's so emotional. But I'm like, no, it's it, it's me. Like, I need to let the emotions out because they're all stuck in me. So there was a period maybe a couple of months ago where I went through so many different rituals of how to like let out, let things out. I did some anger release, like or rage rituals, I guess you could call it, <laughs> anger release. And at that time, it it was finally just coming to me because I was aware of it and I wasn't aware of it at first. So I think the first step to anything in life is just awareness and then it will appear and you can take action accordingly. But when I was allowing the emotion to come through it was a lot of tears it was a lot of anger most importantly it was a lot of words I've never spoken because <laughs> because I was so silent during the first few years of my life that's why I was put on this medication and then just being very shy growing up and not being able to speak up for myself and use my solar plexus and my throat together to speak what I want there was so much that I wanted to say that came out. So a lot of my healing work was speaking conversations I never had. Mm. And feeling is the secret. So I think that's a Neville Goddard quote. And feeling is the secret for so many things. He more so uses it for manifestation purposes, like feeling like it's already happened but also feeling your emotions like that is the secret to just feel it and let them go. And I know you always talk and that's one of, I think your main ideas, like in what you teach, right. is all about feeling the feelings and letting the emotions come. And they're our biggest teachers. For sure. And, and I think like you, whether like you had medication all your life, but even if you didn't like me, you know, teaching to be the good girl and like suppress all those emotions, mm -hmm. regardless, learning to let yourself feel again, and then mm -hmm. letting go of the judgment of what you're actually feeling. Mm -hmm. And continue a cycle because this past year, well, two years, I really transformed a lot in my life. And so is Jordan. And the past year is like a lot of anger for me came up too, of course, because you're working through it too. And it's like, the amount of judgment that I was having, like, why am I, why, why, like, 
really? Like I thought I did this work, you know, but to mm-hmm. really allow ourselves to like, be honest, like where we're at, like what, it, what is coming up? Because every time we can be present with it, feeling it, whether it's just the emotion or, you know, energetically, I teach this too, it's kind of like the second level of this is like, how do we turn into where's that energy actually in our body? And how can mm-hmm. we start to relax and do it, shake it up and, and release it out? And a lot of people are scared to feel those negative emotions when they start learning things like law of attraction and all this kind of stuff. But I've had some of the most biggest manifestations and transformations when, when emotionally things were just hitting the fan because I was really feeling it. And like, I was the momentum of like connecting to that higher self timeline was getting so big. It was like all that dense energy because emotions are just vibrations too. our highest timelines up here, very high. Some of these, you know, emotions like shame or anger or, or more dense, they're coming up because one, you're ready to feel them. And two, they're ready to be released because they can't live in that higher vibration. And every time we kind of jump that quantum leap to that new, that new timeline of our higher self, things are, things are going to come up. And that's mm-hmm. what, and that's what I want to tell people. Like, yes, I help teach people how to do this, but like, I'm still talking the talk and walking the walk at new levels every single day, every single freaking day. And I know you're about that too, Jordan. And like, it's so easy to get online or Instagram these days and like post all the cute pictures and stuff, but like say all the right things, but are, you know, are you, are you practicing it? And it, it's like, I'm never going to tell some people, some people that you can just be fully healed like that. It's like an ongoing journey. It's like an, a flower or like an onion, like there's layers. And that's such a beautiful thing because we have so many things to grow, so many things to transform, so many desires, things we mm-hmm. want to do that are going to fill up multiple other lifetimes. We're not going to get it all done. And that's mm-hmm. what I think also something really important to think about, but yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I also want to say, like, we're talking about the highest self timeline. And for me, I feel like it's not one giant leap from like your lowest self or one giant quantum leap from your lowest self all the way up to your highest self. Like, like you said, there are going to be so many different stages and different versions of yourself and they're all meant to be, and you're meant to experience every version to gain that wisdom and take with you to the next level. I don't think it would be as fun if we just went straight from our lowest self to our highest self because you do have to go through so many stages and so many lessons and uncovering so many emotions at the different levels we experience I totally agree and like you said like I yeah it's just a continual like the next best feeling like that's what Abraham teaches a lot of just like climbing Mm -hmm. that emotional ladder Mm -hmm. and just it's as really as easy as asking, am I present right now with myself and how I'm feeling or not? Like we can probably simplify everything we talked about to that. And that's oversimplification, but like, it's just really like that highest self timeline exists right now, mm-hmm. but it's just a continually unfolding of that. And that highest self timeline and highest self, I, I feel like it's always growing as you're growing. That potential yeah. is always growing. So like you said, it's not like quantum leap from 
low self to highest self. It's like, no, at, it, everything keeps growing. Every the momentum keeps just expanding. And like consciousness mm-hmm. itself, it's expanding as, as you expand because you want yeah, consciousness. That kind of just made my head explode inside. Like, cause I, I feel like I've been thinking of like highest self. I mean, it's like up here and it stays up there and it's just going to take so much growth and work to get there and maybe not in this lifetime but I love what you said I feel like that's so true that as you grow it grows and maybe you're always going to be like this far from it but that's such a beautiful thing that you always have some greater version of yourself guiding you and you can always grow you're never gonna finally get it (laughs) yeah I don't think we would be in these bodies if we did I mean maybe because like enlightened beings like buddha or jesus or like those kind of entities like but you come into your lifetime knowing like that was your your intention after many lifetimes i'm sure of practicing this and and mastering Mm -hmm. different aspects and i know like my personal beliefs and i know a lot of people probably listening to this show feel that uh, that collective awakening like that golden age of like that spirituality and people like is 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 really starting to come online again and it's an opportunity and you know we can take a look at this and say all this change and growth and this turmoil in the world is because things kind of have to break down to be rebuilt stronger with a more foundation whether it's money government whatever I don't pay pay attention to that stuff but Mm -hmm. you know it's like the work that you do not only is changing your life but it's it's rippling out to humanity the earth Gaia which is an entity herself. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, not only is our higher self growing, it's like everything, like everything. I don't even know how else to say that. No, I can see it and I can feel, it, and I'm sure other people can yeah. as well. And yeah, especially this year and these past few months, I mean, I know you're into astrology as well and just all of the new moons and the full moons I think there was one point where me and Lauren were both like the moon and palm trees are like our favorite (laughs) our favorite spirit guides in nature (laughs) but I have been so connected to the moon this past year and all of these events the last couple months have made so much change stir up and I've heard so many different spiritual teachers talk about the new earth and entering this 5d dimension and this is the time to really come up and go and experience 5d and I feel like now is the time to do it (laughs) yeah and it's it's just really I think about focusing and just being real with yourself just feeling the feelings because I think people think like uh at least I did the old paradigm of religion like um you know christianity like jesus is gonna come again and like those who believe will go to heaven on earth those who not are gonna go to hell is i don't Mm -hmm. think it's like that like i I really think it's just like your state of being like you get to choose you know you create your own reality you get to choose how you feel and what your world looks like and Mm -hmm. i mean it's simple but not as simple as that but um i wanted to talk about you know with that being said the power of taking leaps and risk and like really tuning into an awakening that solar plexus energy because I know you I know you're about that I definitely know 
Oh, yeah. Leaps and being courageous. I feel like for me on in this lifetime, I think my solar plexus is out of all the chakras, the biggest one for me to work on and to also express. And I'm curious to see what yours is as well, but I'll I'll come back to that. <laughs> um, yeah, taking risks and taking big leaps, I think is so crucial for change to happen. And I remember before, I mean, I've taken risks in my life, but this past year and a half has been a time of taking leaps. And I've always seen the figure Hanuman continue to pop up and pop up. And I was like, okay, but he is all about taking big leaps. And I don't know the exact story, but just jumping and especially there's the visuals of him like jumping with the sun like in the background and just taking massive leaps so I really was channeling Hanuman energy and for me I've made so many big leaps this past year and it was so challenging so challenging to take the leap but I knew in myself I had to do it if I wanted to get to that next stage or that next level of consciousness or being so I feel like me and Lauren have very similar leaps we both leaped on to Florida (laughs) kind of spontaneously um and just completely shifting but the solar plexus I think obviously has to do with courage and taking risks, but it also has to do with speaking and knowing your power. And I'd like to say it's the center of setting boundaries. So the solar plexus, I could go on and on about the solar plexus and what it means to me and how crucial it is for creating your life. And the lower three chakras are more of our survival reality 3d energetic centers and that's the last of them so it kind of makes sense with where i'm at now is taking all the risks and feeling my inner power and confidence before moving up to the most spiritual part of our body at least i believe and the most powerful our heart so the solar plexus is so important and anyone out there if you are struggling to feel your confidence or know your worth do some meditations on your solar plexus and focus on it give love to your digestive system like that's very intertwined with the solar plexus yeah what so what i mean you can go off of that but i want to go back to the question i asked yeah. of what do you feel like your main chakra of this lifetime i know there's so many and so many great ones but if it comes down to one that you feel like you need the biggest work but also you have the most to teach about Hmm. i mean yeah definitely the lower three and i was thinking like i don't know when you were asking me that originally (laughs) i mean it's probably probably solar plexus maybe maybe sacral because it is they're both very emotionally based Mm -hmm. I mean, coming into this lifetime, 
like I was born like a lifetime of digestive issues. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was kind of like, hello, that's kind of like teacher starting got me on this. And yeah, I would say solar plexus because every area of my life, especially relationships, showing me like needing to stand in my power, knowing my worth, like you said, speaking boundaries, you know, not walking on eggshells and and learning that like, just because somebody's energy is maybe louder or bigger, doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that it needs to control you or that you need to conform in a certain way for other people to like you. Mm -hmm. That was been like, I would say like all through like my (laughs) twenties, like that was really that, that big lesson. And now it's like, I'm still probably integrating this energy in a different way of like, okay, and of course I'm thinking, oh my God, of course, because my mastermind program is called sovereign mastermind. And that's your, your sovereign self is like your power. Mm-hmm. Like that's literally, that's your solar plexus. Hello, Lauren. Like, of course that's going to be <laughs> like, duh. Um, but yeah, just learning to integrate from an intentional standpoint, like we were talking about earlier being able to take the massive action to show up, to create what you want in this lifetime. I'm specifically talking about like business and abundance and helping other people. And also knowing that my energy and alignment is number one priority and not doing it as like, I feel like I'm stressed out or rushed or like I'm behind or it's never going to be enough. Like you spoke to this a lot in this episode of like, just trusting like the results it's already done. Like the energy is already there. And it's that balance. I think with the solar plexus is the confidence thing for me, but also like the balance of like overachiever energy, like that masculine feminine of really finding that balance of like, yes, you want to do big things in this lifetime, but like, how can I support myself as, as I do those things the best that are the, that are the most aligned and like, not like not just wanting to cross off the list every single day and like you shared about your ashtanga journey is like that can be so consuming and then like you miss out on your life of like relationships and people and and just your own lessons and so really balancing that because i think part of sometimes it's like solar plexus is like a multitude of things your power and your confidence which is so important and that like over it can be underactive and overactive at the same time yeah. in different ways right and that's what I was trying to explain and I think that's really what I'm integrating um right now I think yeah solar plexus too of course it is because you know so, so similar of journeys here and it just like exactly and I have to share this um like right before I had a massive shift in my life and I decided to move down here the the day I went on I went to a retreat and I was so anxious like two weeks before this I like I was like pending panic attacks all day long I didn't know why I was like okay like just calm down like I'm I got this like I don't know what's coming up but my body is freaking the f out right now and I get I got dropped off at the airport and I was so anxious and I was like what is going on like I've traveled before it's not like anything like travel anxiety. And then I'm just like, okay, I'm fine. I got this. And I'm walking by and I see this girl tying her shoe and she's got this cute, like puffy sweatshirt or jacket on. And I go, oh, that's she's really cute. And then she looks up, it's Jordan at the airport. And I'm like, oh my God. So we were able to 
walk together through TSA and just like we hadn't connected in a while and it was like mm -hmm. divine timing and then lo and behold I end up letting go of my old life moving down here and then like I don't even know like what six months nine months maybe maybe close to a year later you you ended up pretty much on your own journey yeah. doing the same and it's like I, wow I I've connected everything <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah that day was crazy because I was also going to Florida but yeah. just on a solo trip and the feeling I got like when I saw you and then just during that time I was like I feel like I'm supposed to be doing something like that and then I stayed way too long in my old life and I finally did make the leap earlier this year I wasn't planning on it very similar to you I came down for a yoga retreat <laughs> and I just stayed. Yeah, we literally did the same thing. That's so funny. And my mom brought all my stuff down and yeah, and it just happened. But sometimes I think it, it's easier just to take a line to action, not with an outcome. And then once you're in it, then you know, like instead of, okay, we're going to move to Florida, like back in Ohio, I think we're going to move to Florida. And then we just decide to go, but we had no intention. At least I didn't of moving. Like it was just spontaneous and for fun. And I think when you're in alignment with where your heart is wanting to go in the moment, you know, what decision to make, it'll just come and it'll be a little easier that way as well. Yeah. The clarity will come for sure. And like, that was one of my big lessons with that experience is like, after years of being in a reality and, you know, of, is this for me? Everything, mm -hmm. everything about it, the relationship, my career at that point, like every, like I was just so in the like questioning everything, but mm -hmm. in a, um, like tearing me apart. And it really, I ended up having some physical stuff pop up that I was like, okay, clearly I need to change something, right? I need to yeah. really deep, deepen my practice because I know everything's happening for me and my body's just a manifestation of how I feel. And yeah, that, that clarity that I was craving that I so wanted for so long was there. And it was just that I didn't force it. It just appeared in front of me. And it was like, okay, let's go. And it's like, that can happen for, for anybody. And it's like, I, the people, the women I work with so much are like, I'm so tired of like being stuck in groundhog's day. Like, I know that like I'm meant for more, but I don't know what. And it's like, I think you just keep doing whatever practices that align with you to keep you connecting to your highest self and that, and that timeline and just knowing that momentum is, is, is growing the more that you can change, like, you know, change is necessary to step into your new reality, but also the inner work is too. So I wanted to kind of end talking about like, we kind of just talked about it, but any other thoughts you had about like why change is so necessary to, to step into your new reality? Mm -hmm. Just to break old patterns and break old beliefs when you make that change it's really like you're you're breaking and breaking the patterns that we've been conditioned breaking your habits I mean if you want to be a new person you 
the way to do that is just start making changes. And I can start or I can share what I started doing once I figured that out, even though I was like living, it was a time of transition. So I was living with my parents for a couple months and I was like, I know I want to make some change, but what can I do now? And it was as simple as not doing a two hour long yoga practice right once I got up in the morning. It was just, okay, change something, do something different. And that was, okay, shower and meditate first before you do your yoga practice. I mean, that's yoga based, but it doesn't really matter. It just matters that you're in the energy of changing things. Because then once you start one little thing, other things will start to change as well. So if you're wanting to change your entire life, start with just one simple thing. And maybe it's a morning routine or a habit or a fear that you have just to break it. <laughs> but I don't think it needs to be a massive, massive change at first, just one little change and then see how it unfolds. Totally agree. I think you're right. When you want to change everything, like you're not happy with anything in your life or yourself, it's like, well, where do I start? It seems so overwhelming. And it's like that overwhelmment. Yeah. It's got to keep you in that reality, but just starting small, because when you can do that, you start to build awareness of like, what other things that are kind of subconsciously there that are just on autopilot that are keeping you where you are and just starting small, even if it's like you take your dog for a walk around the block the same way every day, go the opposite way. Like, yeah, just like, you know, exactly. And not only just for the energy of change, but also in your minds, just to switch it up and not get stuck in the same old habits and patterns. Beautiful. Oh my gosh, Jordan. Thank you so much for coming on here and sharing your beautiful energy with us all. Oh, you I are so it. welcome. I'm so grateful to be here and to everyone watching this, <laughs> sending my love and energy to you as well. So I appreciate it. And thank you for doing your work. I mean, I already said this at the beginning, but Lauren has helped me so much the last, I mean, we started we, the first time we hung out, it was probably a f couple years ago, a few years ago. But and then I think I followed her before that as well. But just these last few years, she's helped me so much. And everything she posts or says, it's always in alignment with me and I need to hear it at the right time. So, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, if you, if you guys are in alignment with the show or what I have to say, definitely go hang out and follow Jordan on Instagram and YouTube because likewise, like everything you always post, like your energy just like is so bright. Like every time like, I just can feel your light radiating out, just even if it's just like you taking a picture of yourself or just practicing yoga, just like whatever you say is like really literally shining your light on the world. So Thank, thank you, Jordan, you. for doing that. Was there anything else that you wanted to, to wrap up or talk about before we close it out today? I think that is it, but I'd say it's the season of change. So go take action on something. Whatever first just came to your mind, go do it. I promise Ooh. it will be the guidance that you need. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. So thank you again so much for sharing your life with us today. 
and maybe it might be the same answer, might might be different than what you just said, but how may we as the listeners, as a huge act of gratitude, be of service for you and return today? Similar to what I just said, but also focus on yourself. And I'd say, take some time to meditate and be in silence because so much information comes to you when in stillness and in silence. And you can benefit yourself and the world by doing that. Mm -mm -mm. The power of listening. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jordan, again. It was such a beautiful honor to share this space with you today. You are welcome.